Welcome to Knowledge on the Go, the podcast brought to you by the PI Collaboratives team at Vizient. I'm Margaret Rudisell, Performance Improvement Program Director here at Vizient and your host for today's episode. Reducing patient length of stay in the hospital is crucial for a number of reasons. One, patient outcomes are better. The longer patients stay in the hospital, the more likely they are to experience complications in their care, such as acquiring an infection. Two, patient satisfaction is higher. And three, hospitals benefit from lower cost and better efficiencies. Yet, reducing length of stay takes a system-wide effort and committed leadership. Today, we'll examine one organization's compelling work in this area, and joining me are two leaders from the University of Kentucky, Jennifer Rose and Lauren Miller. We will be discussing what I've called the Sprint to Reduce Length of Stay at UK Healthcare. Jennifer and Lauren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Jennifer, tell us a little bit about your background and your role at UK Healthcare. Sure. Thanks, Margaret. So my background is actually in industrial and systems engineering, and I have an MBA, and I've got over 20 years experience in healthcare quality improvement. I've traditionally worked in academic medical centers for the majority of that time. In my role today at UK Healthcare, I'm the Associate Vice President for Core Clinical and Performance Services. So I have a fun mix of operations and performance improvement With my performance services role, I'm really focused on building performance management structures at UK Healthcare so that we can understand how we are performing and then ensuring that our teams have the tools to focus on performance improvement. Lauren, tell us about your background and your role at UK Healthcare. Sure. So like Jennifer, I'm also an industrial engineer by trade, and I actually spent the first 10 years of my career in process improvement for manufacturing of gas turbine engines, so a little bit different from hospitals. And I got my MBA in 2021, and I decided that was the time to make the switch over to the healthcare industry. While I was in undergraduate studies, I always found healthcare really interesting, and I just felt like right when I got that MBA, that was the time to join healthcare. So today, I support UK Chandler and Good Samaritan Hospital here in Lexington, and I work as a senior quality improvement specialist for the performance services team. Thanks. Thanks to both of you for that. I know I've had the pleasure of working with you through this collaborative. So let's take a look at the work you're doing right now on reducing length of stay. How did you choose length of stay as a project for your team to work on? So in May of 2022, we saw that we had a large population of our census with a longer length of stay. And Margaret, as you know, longer length of stay leads to poor patient process outcome as well as poor patient satisfaction. So it was really important for us at UK Healthcare to identify what common barriers or themes were driving that longer length of stay for those patients. So we created a length of stay committee and we reviewed these patients on a biweekly frequency and we were able to determine those common themes such as guardianship or payer source or just not medical readiness of the patient that was causing those longer lengths of stay. So by doing that, we were able to create new standards and set new precedents of care for these patients so we could work around those obstacles and they could leave with a shorter, a more expected length of stay. And all of that supports our vision here at University of Kentucky Healthcare to create one community committed to creating a healthier Kentucky. And so in November of 2022, 
our Enterprise Transitions of Care Director, Denise McCallan, told us about the opportunity to join our Vizient Collaborative for Reducing Length of Stay. And we thought this was a great opportunity to continue doing the work that we were already doing here at UK and to do so next to our academic medical center peers. That's great. And I knew that when you joined the collaborative that you guys had already started and already had some work under your belt. Can you discuss how leadership was involved and how they support the project? I know that you went through some transitions. So how has that impacted your work? Sure, I'm happy to answer that. Like most organizations, we have our strategic plan and our strategic priorities, and we do have a five-year quality plan that really links to all of those pillars I will say that during the pandemic, a lot of those priorities did take a sideline like most other organizations in the nation. And so about a year ago, I was asked if we could take a look at building a performance services team here to help really focus on shifting the culture for UK healthcare to really be that data and performance driven culture, along with having accountability for understanding performance. So about a year ago, we overhauled the quality structure. We created a performance services team. We created a new performance management process. We have an automated scorecard and a process where leaders present their findings on their performance and it creates that accountability structure. So having those processes in place allowed us to then create more transparent and frequent reviews of our key quality metrics like length of stay, like what Lauren shared in terms of the weekly reviews and then understanding how we're performing with our Vizient clinical database data. And so we did identify length of stay as an opportunity. And I feel very privileged and honored to work with an executive leadership team that understands the benefits we have in participating in this collaborative, as well as equipping us with the resources that we need to really focus on our improvement in patient progression. It really does go back to what Lauren said as well. We live by our vision here of being one community committed to creating a healthier Kentucky and being able to focus on length of stay. Our leadership team understands that that creates capacity for patients that need our care. Yes, and that just really explains how critical it is to have that senior leadership buy-in because they will help drive this improvement. But let's talk about your stakeholders a little bit and your frontline workers. How have you engaged them in the work? So I can go ahead and answer this one, Margaret. When Jennifer and our leaders decided we needed to look at length of stay, we knew immediately that we really needed to be strategic with who we linked with at UK to make sure this was successful. So notably, pretty early on, we linked with, again, our Enterprise Transitions of Care Director, Denise McCowan. Her team, she supports or she manages our case managers as well as our social workers. So they live every day all of these barriers that we've been identifying. So getting with her and co-facilitating with her this length of stay committee has been really successful. And so with her insight, we were also able to make sure that we had a cross-functional team for this committee. And that consisted of physicians, nurses, her case management group, our PM and our team, our capacity command and our data experts. So having that group at these committees to help give their perspective and insight for how we should consider our creative outlets to overcome certain barriers was always really helpful in our success. I know your team has used many performance improvement tools, but which tool gave your team the most insight? Thanks, Margaret. As you highlighted in the introduction, we're calling this the sprint to reduce length of stay. So sprints are really one of the models that we use. We focus on the IHI model for improvement. 
But there was a particular tool that helped us focus in on where we should have those sprints, and that's called the force field analysis. So using the force field analysis, we were able to brainstorm and prioritize those efforts that we needed to focus on and their impact to create our key driver diagram. So having this force field analysis process gave us a framework for looking at the factors that influence our throughput. As Lauren mentioned, with engaging key stakeholders, we really wanted to make sure we used the voice of the customer. So we included feedback from those key stakeholders that she listed. And that team was really critical in brainstorming seven key themes that impact our throughput. And then they voted and came to consensus on the top three themes that we are focused on in this collaborative. And those three themes are delays in care, discharge planning, and post-acute care. And so we have sprints occurring in each of those. I'm really pleased and excited. Like when we think about the discharge planning sprint, our inpatient medical director for physical medicine and rehab is actually leading that effort. So when you talk about stakeholder engagement and involvement, it's pretty powerful to see how engaged those clinicians are to help improve the throughput of our patients. We have data and metrics to monitor as well to make sure that we're having the intended impact. And all of this is being included in our summaries as we report out to the collaborative. Yes, the use of sprints was really interesting when we talked about it in the collaborative Can you describe a little bit, I know that it ties in very nicely with the Plan, Do, Study Act, but it gives you maybe a quicker look at your processes so that you can improve quickly. Is that correct? Can you kind of explain the sprint just a little bit more? When you think about your performance improvement toolbox, I am actually a Six Sigma black belt And if you're going to do a project that's a Six Sigma project, that is a very long project focused on getting to low error rates. But in healthcare, we want to see quick improvement. And so sometimes you need to pull a different tool out of the tool belt. And a sprint is really a good way to test small increments of change. So you make one change, you pilot it for three weeks, a month, whatever the time frame is, you have a baseline, you measure the impact to determine if that one change had an impact, and then you can move on to the next change. But the sprint really allows you to be nimble in testing different theories of change versus, you know, going back to like the black belt example, overhauling a complete process and taking months and months to make those system changes. Thanks, Jennifer. I do have another question related to the sprints. I recall in the collaborative that you guys did a sprint, but you learned something that you needed to stop doing. Is that correct? And can you explain that to the audience a little more? Yes. So I guess a point in clarity, it was never a formal thing that we had started, but our small test of change, we realized we should not continue to push this change any further. Like Jennifer mentioned, we have our three work groups in this effort here at UK, delays in care, discharge planning, and post-acute care. Our delays in care work group decided that in order to reduce our length of stay, they felt if we really focused on those patients that needed a modified barium swallow, then that would be our golden nugget to make sure that we were reducing that waste, if you will, for that longer length of stay. We felt that there was a long turnaround or a long lead time in identifying the appropriate patient who would need a modified barium swallow consult 
get that order completed, and then have them move along in their process towards discharge planning. So our team decided that they were going to sprint a modified barium swallow cheat sheet. That cheat sheet, we collaborated with speech language pathology and our radiology team to make sure that we understood when we're looking at a patient, does this patient meet certain criteria that you don't even need a consult, you should just go straight to ordering a modified barium swallow? Or yeah, it would be better if you did a bedside evaluation and then you did a consult with speech language pathology and then we would go ahead and order the actual modified barium swallow if clinician and speech language pathology indicated it was appropriate to do so. So the team created this cheat sheet. We had lots of input, lots of feedback. We rolled it out on the floor And again, part of sprinting, we never know what we're getting into. We rolled out our cheat sheet in an area of the hospital where we actually had protocol set up that every patient was going to get a modified barium swallow. So kind of counterproductive to our sprint, we knew that everyone immediately would need to have that modified barium swallow order. So we, in the spirit of change and positivity, we asked the physicians, we know that you by protocol will submit this modified barium swallow order. Could you look at this just from the lens of a general decision for any other patient who wouldn't have this protocol? Would this cheat sheet be helpful? And so we got quite a few physicians who gave us feedback that it was helpful. And then when we sat and thought about how to scale and spread this sprint, we realized that there were other unassailable constraints in our system that no matter how hard we work to scale and spread this cheat sheet, those constraints would put a block or put an impact and we wouldn't be able to move the needle like we wanted to, to reduce that length of stay. So the team sat and reflected and we decided, let's save this sprint for another day when those constraints have been removed. And we can definitely go back and trial it again. So while it didn't work for our reducing length of stay objective, it was still one to store on the shelf and to come back to later. Yes, it does provide a quicker learning and puts the team back into the focus where you can make an impact. Great job, guys. That's all the time we have for this edition of Knowledge on the Go. I'd like to thank Jennifer Rose and Lauren Miller for speaking with us today. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to join us. And please look for future Knowledge on the Go podcasts. For Vizient's PI Collaborative's team, I'm Margaret Rudisell. Please join us for more Knowledge on the Go. Subscribe today. Like us or send us your comments at PI Collaboratives at vizientinc.com. <laughs>